0: Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised.
1: You're just jealous of me! As he, as Mercer literally just pompously puffs his shoulders and chest up and walks straight through the door.
0: Raid on the Library of Secrets begins after our party has sailed clear of the Golden Archipelago accompanied by their strange new companion, the Living Star. Our party soon finds themselves guests of the incredible Airborne College of Ether, a school of arcane study held aloft by enchantments and the solid clouds of the Overbright. The school is a place of magical magnificence, arcane innovation, and well-meaning chaos. Floating wizard towers and aerial common areas drift through the open sky, bound together by a tangle of thick ropes and swaying bridges. Far from the eye of intrusive governments or rival schools, this eclectic assemblage of mages is free to pursue the study of magic as they see fit. At its center is the Transcendental Library, a perplexing structure that stores untold secrets. The party will have to earn entrance to this fantastical library, overcome an unexpected assault by the Iron Chain, and unravel the mysteries within to discover the way forward towards the edge of the world. All right, is this on? Yeah, it's on. Hey, you guys listen up. Uh, Yeah, you guys listening to this right now. We could really use your help. Um, We want to bring better quality content and we need your help to do it. First, consider sharing uh, this episode and all our other episodes on whatever social media links you have. Um, You can also consider looking at the merchandise shop or click on listener support. Now, listener support, is a monthly donation that helps with the equipment for better sound quality and it can be as low as a dollar a month or as high as twenty dollars a month it's completely up to you but we want to bring you a better sounding quality podcast and we can't do it just by ourselves so if you guys can help us out we can bring you a better podcast and that sounds like a heck of a good deal so until then stay safe have fun and if you haven't already Enjoy the episode. You guys decided to take on the paper dragon instead of the oozes. And the second time you came into this room, the dragon wasn't there. Yep. I described the room to you and you said, well, I'm going to come into this room back over here. And when you came into there, you saw two clockworks librarians, one fixing the other. The one that was doing the work had a unique robe on and everything. He looked very different. He had a like an androgynous looking face and everything. Cool. And you two get to talking and you were, Mercer was actually able to provide pieces to help finish building the Clockwork Librarian and give pieces to him so that he could, if need be, at any time, be able to build a temporary mono drone.
2: Ooh. And that's when
0: Renestale stepped in and said, I'm not following a soulless canner and I'm not letting him follow me. And you went, then you can go take a long walk off a short bridge. Yep. Okay, bye. And he took off. And that's where you guys left off at, because you're trying to get up to the second level, where, one, you believe his missing part is at, and the secrets you need to find the edge of the world, you believe, is up on that second level. Okay. Um, up to this point, you've found out that this is the... Um, um, what was that room called?
1: I just remember that it has a time time gap in it, with, as long as you have a crystal.
0: Yeah, it, it has a machine in it where you put a time gem into it, you shut the door and activate the, the machine, and for every hour you spend in that room, one minute goes by everywhere else. Oh. Um, cool. And then this was where you met the flying book that taught you the Bend Space spell that allows you to open those hidden portals that connect to various areas of the library, making it easier to walk through. As
1: long as you know where the runes are at.
0: (laughs) Had nothing to do with runes. I did tell you about that. The runes you were learning had nothing to do with... Okay. What you were looking for was draconic writing, and the draconic writing tells you what room that hidden passageway leads to. And what you were told was you had to speak that word, cast the spell, and it opens up that temporary... Portal or whatever, Mm. which is basically a hidden tunnel that you walk through and it takes you to a secret tunnel.
2: Secret tunnel.
0: Anyway. As I'm trying to talk and eat at the same time.
2: (laughs) Stuff your face. (laughs) Consume.
0: So, what are you guys doing now? uh gonna uh,
1: head towards this have him lead us to the staircase to the second floor well
0: yeah
1: mm.
2: that's all we can do but well,
1: because I mean, we we've done everything we can down here to mm-hmm. our the
0: best of our knowledge
1: <clears throat>
0: down so here on this floor room 12 Man, did I right i'm gonna reread this to you so you know know what you're looking at yeah it's okay. been a bit It's been more than a minute. It's been four weeks.
2: Yeah, right?
0: Way more than a minute.
2: That's lucky I remember
0: anything at all. (sighs) It was actually kind of nice to be able to get back to this, because I did enjoy the four-part special edition episodes, which was a lot of fun to do. It was an interesting way to put together something quick as a little side quest series and connect it to the storyline. But at the same time, just kind of throw a bit of a a bone out there to Mm. everybody, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And to anybody who is listening, I do want to say thank you once again to the other group of players who put aside a gaming night to help do that. We ended up playing till about, what was it, 4.30? 3.30. 3.30,
2: yeah.
0: 4 o'clock in the morning. Dang. Mm-hmm. Solid eight hours yeah, from beginning to bonkers. end. <laughs> I expected it to take about half that time. I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I was dead wrong. It happens. (laughs) All right, so draconic complications. Compilations. Compilations? Compilations, maybe that's the word. That's the word. Excuse me. And there we go, as per tradition. A large tapestry of a beautiful red dragon hangs prominently on the wall in this room, Mm. Uh and an enormous tiled mosaic of a green dragon covers the floor. The bookcases are dedicated to greater understanding of dragonkind, with several cabinets filled with scrolls detailing encounters with dragons. In addition to books, the shelves hold a polished dragon skull and a preserved dragon heart in a glass bell jar. An enormous, elaborately carved boss relief depicts the nearly life-size scene of a dragon attack on the north wall. There is no other exit from this room that you can see right now. So best-case scenario is to start searching.
2: Yep. Let's
0: it. This is also when you notice that... Um, your clockwork friend has not left this little room here.
2: Oh man, I don't perceive a freaking thing. I can't even tell if the room is hot or cold.
1: Did you do roll a one. Yeah. <laughs> Are we doing a we're doing an investigation, right? Um. Because we're trying to find something. Yes,
0: investigation.
1: Okay. Then, uh, twenty-one for Mercer. Okay. And I should probably pull my dice out of here and everything. Oh yeah, you might want no.
2: those.
0: is the stuff an actual DM seven yeah.
1: for Celine.
2: Alright. Well, if you're not ill prepared, are you even playing D D?
0: It's when you're too prepared that it's begging the question yeah. are you really playing D and D. Yeah,
2: exactly. It's not
0: really a D and D game until you know you have last minute cancellations, you have People Who can't remember what dice is which? So,
2: man, <laughs> I am you are attacking me, and I resent that. <laughs> Let's knock it off.
0: All right, so what did Mercer get? 21.
2: All right, uh, what about, ba- uh... no, it's a back, and Esther did not make it.
0: And what did Celine get? A seven. Hmm. Okay, so Mercer's the only one that saw anything. Oops. Um, he finds two unusual draconic artifacts. Um, preserved scales and preserved fangs. Just from looking at them, he could tell that they'd be worth a little bit of coin to the right collector.
1: Yeah, but I don't think I can take it mm, out of some is there... coin Mercer looks around real quick. Does he... Does, does Are there any librarians? Are there any... There's no other than just us.
0: He only sees the four of you. He doesn't even see the other guy that he was talking to Okay, then he pockets it. All right, so he pockets it. Yep. All right. Um, So at this point, after searching around for a little bit, it's kind of obvious that something has to be put together in a certain capacity to create the exit. Um. Right here is the skull that I was telling you guys about. Can you see the map okay? Yeah. Okay. Right here is the preserved heart. And... I want to say this wall right here is where you see the uh, the depiction of the red dragon.
1: So does it look like the...
0: Um, So, okay, so, to, to give you a little bit more here, the image of the Red Dragon, at first, looking at the Red Dragon, looks like just a tapestry picture, but then you come down to the battle where you see the guy fighting it, and half of the warrior looks like he's in the tapestry fighting. But then part of them also seems to look like it's actually sticking out from the tapestry with an open hand that looks like it should be holding a weapon, but it's not.
1: And we didn't find any weapons in here? mm uh, Um... Okay, so... <coughs> um... Let me... Let me... Dang it.
0: Literally just a sip. All down the front of my shirt. So i to give up my good jab huh? <laughs>
1: Do you have a regular spear on you? Or a regular javelin? Is
2: it back? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got... Well, she's got her arcing javelin.
1: Yeah, I don't want anything magical.
2: Um, yeah, I've got like eight regular javelins. You want them?
1: I just want one.
2: Okay, his back's like,
1: well, all right, here you go. I take it and I go stick it in the
0: guy's hand. Oh boy. Okay. Um, when you do that, that's when you also notice a deep niche is carved into the center of the dragon's belly. Uh, the belly above the niche is hollow and large enough to fit a tiny sized item. Vents carved into the stone around the niche bear signs of ash and soot. And you also, at the angle you're at now, looking up at it, you notice that the dragon is currently headless and the top of its neck ends in a hook. Bruh. So from way back on the other side of the room looking at it, it just looked like somebody either hadn't finished it or you were just at the wrong angle and maybe part of the tapestry was folded over. You get up to it and you're like, oh, no, that guy's headless. What the heck?
2: What's his name? Echopod? <laughs> Got him. I'm flossing. I don't actually know how to floss. The well, I, I will
0: tell you. You did figure out the first part. Oh, cool. There's my little buddy. Oh, hi, Minnie. I'm
1: glad my character's smart enough.
2: Okay, what do we do with this?
1: So, the, the dude needed a weapon. We gave him the weapon. Mm-hmm. That result that there mm-hmm. looks like there's supposed to be, like, something that's supposed to go in the chest. Yeah. And there's something, it has ash. So, I'm assuming something needs to go there and either be igni- ignited or it s- does something to cause the vents to activate.
0: Well, what would you be able to put into a niche that can be ignited?
1: Torch.
2: Yeah. Don't have any. Shoot, wait, wait. The back has adventurer's pack.
1: When you can make your own light, torch is useless. <laughs> Nine times out of 10.
2: Yeah, explorer's pack. Reaches in an ex- backpack, hands you a torch.
1: I right. stick it over there in the little niche, mm-hmm. whip out my lighter.
0: All right, that's the second one. Now you've got one last thing to figure out. The dragon's head. Yep. The skull
1: that's over there, does it look like it's the right size?
0: Uh, kind of. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, the skull's sitting on a shelf, so I mean you're, you're kind of looking at two different things, going... Uh,
1: Hmm. Uh I go yellows at back. And hey, muscles.
2: Hey.
0: <laughs>
1: Your turn. Out <I> <laughs> So
2: oh God, I don't need a <coughs> strength check for this.
0: No, you don't need to make a strength check or okay. anything. Oh, okay,
1: cool. I figured it was a pretty large skull, so
2: Yeah. So I just pick up the skull and put it on the thing.
0: Put it on the hook?
1: Yeah.
2: Right. Please don't let this go badly.
0: Now it becomes paper dragon again.
2: Ah, crap!
0: <laughs> uh, once you put the skull on the wall, a passageway leading to the upper levels of the library appears right here on the wall in front of that little rug right there. Um...
1: The Head librarian guy, he had a name, right? The who, Mr. Dude in the Red Cape, had a name.
0: He did have a name, yes.
1: I don't remember what it is. It's been a minute. My character would, because it's only been two minutes.
0: Well, when he was, when you asked him, get in there. When you asked him, he said he was the one who turns the page. It's too bad these colored bases couldn't come in multiple sizes.
1: So I wander over there. Over to here? Yep, and I'm like...
0: He's standing in the doorway
1: just staring at the wall. And I was like, go on, passage is open up to the
0: second floor, let's go. Okay. And he leans his leg out and... I don't know why I can't walk out the room.
1: I'll look to see if there's, like, something, like, plugged in.
0: Uh Uh-oh. I wonder if this has something to do with my my missing piece in the back of my head.
1: Okay, so we have Uh to come back to you. All right, well, we'll be back.
2: Stay here, man. Just be cool. You'll be fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I
1: start heading up the stairs. <laughs>
0: All right. As soon as you guys come into this door, um, thousands of vellum pages, scrolls, and other draconic resources spring loose from their bindings and swirl around in the room. Fireball
1: blessing.
2: Oh,
0: let me finish reading this.
2: Bro.
1: I, I know what's happening. I fireball the paper.
2: Oh shiza! All right.
0: Um, if you remember, because. I'm assuming that's a scroll. Yes. Right? Because it's not a spell you can actually cast at your level yet. You have to make a skill check with your spell casting.
1: That's going to be a 15.
0: Give me just a moment.
1: Right. Am I making an arcana or just a spell? That's cast? what
0: I'm looking up. Spell. What level is that? Third level? Third level. Uh, If the spell is in your class spell list, but is of a higher level than you can normally cast, you must make an ability check using your spell casting ability to determine whether you cast it successfully. So, you're basically rolling as if you're casting a spell.
1: Okay, so then uh, that's going to be a 15.
0: 15, okay. Then you successfully cast it. Now, because the guy who made the scrolls for you was half asleep when he made the scroll scrolls, yeah. as you go to cast your fireball, everybody in the room hears, la, 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 la,
2: <laughs> Oh, gosh. No, no, no. I will end you.
0: As James is giving me double
2: birdies. <laughs> Man, he- consume filth and expire I
0: I didn't add this in it actually said because of the skill check that James made for Mercer he didn't make the skill check so it says yeah you still find somebody but they're half asleep and if they make any spell scrolls (laughs) this is all out of game info by the way If they make you any spell scrolls, they make you the spell scroll you ask for. But they accidentally add prestidigitation into the spell scroll. So I was thinking of minor effects.
1: So 30 (laughs) points of fire on the vellum. So like before, like I'm the only one there. So far into the room where the vellum's at, boom, 30 points.
0: Well, okay. It's a 20 foot by 20 foot area, right? Yep.
1: So. I ignite a bunch of paper to fire.
0: It shows up right here, which means Zabak, Selene No, you said it was in the, the doorway. No, I said when you go to go through the doorway Here's what I read Thousands of vellum pages, scrolls and other draconic resources spring loose from their bindings and swirl around the room coalescing around the dragon's skull and assuming the form of a large paper dragon Oh, oh geez, anyways, fireball Man. So 30 points.
2: Why? Why? Uh, which
0: means everybody in this room got to make the saving throw. Except for Mercer.
2: What am I making?
1: You need to make my spell DC.
2: What?
0: For Fireball. What's and the, Celine does. What's the spell save DC for Fireball?
1: Uh, My spell DC is... No, no, no.
0: Not, not the DC. The
1: saving throw. It's a dexterity saving point. That's what I, okay. And Celine makes it.
2: Oh yeah, Zabak makes it. Zabak makes it. Oh man, does a 14 make it? Nope. Oh
1: crap. You eat 30 points, fire damage. Oh,
2: you freaking kidding me? Esther's like, oh crap, I'm almost dead. She starts crawling out of the room. Bye. He's at
1: 30 points? Yep. Oh
2: crap, yeah. On a scale of 1 to 32. Very not good. Jesus okay, um, so
0: with that, <clears throat> um, let me just a sec here. Alright, did everybody roll initiative already? Not
1: yet. Okay. Ooh. That's a waste of a 20.
0: Which, okay, which of your two characters is your main character? Esther. Esther, okay. Here's first, Esther, Mercer, Zabak, Selene, Dragon. What did Esther get?
2: Um, Esther got a freaking 22, man.
0: Good thing. What did Mercer get? 23. What did Zabak get? Six-
2: 16. I got grapes in that one.
0: Selene? 12. And the dragon. Of course,
2: Uh-oh.
0: I'll toss it, and the dice starts to spin like a top. I'm
2: sitting
0: here waiting. Okay. <laughs> Fifteen seconds later. Not today, phone. Come on.
2: Not today, Satan.
0: <sighs> yep, you guys are all going way before the dragon is. Yeah, buddy. Almost in the order I had you in when I put your names down. Sweet. Mercer, Esther, Zabak, Celine, Dragon. So, Let's Mr. Go. Number One Mercer.
1: Uh, he's going to take his action to create his force cannon, mm-hmm. and then he's going to bonus action force cannon.
2: Cool. Yeah. Get wrecked,
1: and that's going to be a uh, twenty-eight to hit.
0: Oh, hang on, just a second. I didn't see this. Give me just a moment here. What did you do? I didn't see the added notes. It when it when it gave me the statistics for the cop for the God, uh, pff, words are hard for the paper dragon. Mm-hmm. It said, use the stats of a different dragon out of the monster manual, but with these changes and gave me a list of changes. I just now realized this. Please tell me he's susceptible to fire.
2: It freaking better be.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the fire looked like it did way more damage than it should have. Oh, yeah. After reconfiguring his hit points, he only has one hit point more than what I thought he was supposed to <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay.
2: Let's rock and roll. And then
0: you said you shot him with a force cannon? Yep. What did you roll to hit? Uh, a
1: 28.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you definitely hit.
1: And he takes uh, 12 points of force damage. Oh,
0: where did you move to? Because you obviously can't hit him from right there. You do not have line of sight.
1: I would shift to be able to hit him. So right to here? Yeah. Okay.
0: How much did you do?
1: Uh 12 points. <clears throat> and then I'm double-checking something here. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter its size. It gets pushed five feet away from me.
0: Isn't there a general rule of thumb that it has... Well, no, 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 I mean just in general, when you shove someone or push them, mm-hmm. if they aren't...
1: Nope. It's all dependent on the spell. Really? Yeah, because like there'll be spells that will specifically say if the creature is da 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 da, but like if you as a warlock, if you take Eldritch Invocation with your Eldritch Blast, you can move them. Doesn't matter their size. It just says, on a hit, target takes 2d8 force damage, and if the target is a creature, which it is, it's pushed up to five feet away from the cannon.
0: Because well, here's why I'm asking. Because so we had a similar conversation about this when you guys first met, locked On, and you guys were fighting a war golem that was the equivalent to a shield guardian, and you were trying to figure out how he used his uh, his uh, thunderous smite and shoved the shield guardian. The way I read it here is, it says the target of your shove must be no more than one size larger than you. And it must be within your well. That's to shove as an yeah.
1: attack. Actually, I'm not shoving. I'm using my magic, and my magic is doing it. Okay. And generally speaking, it will say in the spell whether it's whether it's dependent on a, on a size category. In this instance, it's not.
0: How many different spells are there that can do shoving? Quite a few. Okay. Well, all right. So which way are you shoving him? It, it's
1: it's just in my line.
0: And it's how many feet? Five feet. So right to here. Yep. So part of the papers, where was he, he was right here. So part of the papers scatter apart as you see the bookshelf behind him. And they seem to reform to be around the bookshelf without damaging it. Yep. It's literally a bunch of paper that's just kind of floating around in different directions to form the dragon. Um, and it's Esther's turn.
2: All right, man, Firebolt. It's not her usual thing, but she's going to go for it. Okay. Get wrecked. Oh, no. You
0: 14 roll? to hit. That's a miss.
2: I freaking knew that.
0: You go to shoot, and you thought maybe you could hit him in the head, and you shot straight up at the ceiling. Oh! No!
2: Oh, crap. My bad. My bad.
0: Are you doing anything else?
2: Mm. I guess I'll we'll back up a little. <laughs> uh, I guess as much as I can.
0: Well, I mean, you could go this way.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. So, what, Five, ten. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's 15 good. 15 to right good. here yeah. or right here? Uh, right
2: there. Those are bookshelves, right? Yeah, these are bookshelves.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, Zabak's turn. She is within 5 feet of this guy right now. You'd be flanking. Yeah, right. you're, and you're flanking with Celine right now, too.
2: Time to be destroyed, boy Mmm, well... <clears throat> And job one. Jeez. Oh, crap. What is that? Wait be thirty. Twenty-one to hit. That's a hit. Yes. I can't read my own handwriting, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh frickin' it oh, That's ridiculous. Okay, it's gonna be eleven points of damage.
0: Eleven? Yes. And right. that's
2: my first attack. And I'm still at advantage, because I'm still flanking. in bombs, boys. Oh, thank God. Another 21 to hit. That's a hit. That's really 13 points of damage.
0: It's more than you did the last time. Well,
2: yeah, but incrementally... I'm not amused with myself.
0: Okay. <clears throat> so, is that all you're doing?
2: Yeah, that's all I can do.
0: Okay, then Celine.
1: Yep. That's gonna be a uh, peace out, and uh, she's going to take the disengage action and run away. Where's she going? She's gonna head towards Mercer. So. <clears throat> and as she takes that first five foot step. Mm-hmm. She's going to look back, see uh, Esther, and go, healing word.
2: Yeah, buddy.
0: Right As the between action. the book action. The book's there. So yep. five. Oh, this is hard to look at. Five, ten, fifteen. It's right here? Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Ignore that.
0: Let's, uh, let's disconnect from Wi-Fi so that... <laughs> That
1: doesn't happen. Well, for a measly seven points. But that's seven less points that uh, you... Or seven more points than you had previously.
2: Yeah, so... (sighs) On a scale Uh, of one to 32, I'm at about a nine. She's a nine, but... it's barely a third of her HP.
0: (laughs) Alright. So... First thing it does is with Zabak being right there, um, it's going to try to bite Zabak.
2: Oh, that's not very polite.
0: That's a crit. Oh, crap. <clears throat> Where's my other D10 at? I'm missing a D10. No, I'm not. There it is. I was going to say, I thought you came have nice some dice last month. Oh, that's 28 points of damage oh, Frank,
2: piercing Frank. as it... <coughs> 28?
0: I rolled a 10 and a 4, and it was a crit, so doubled. Jesus. Oh, wait, excuse me. 32, because oh, it's at a plus 4. That's man. And then... Zaback's going to get an attack of opportunity as it turns over to Mercer after that giant fireball.
2: Oh well, I think not... And, and I'm not... St-
1: We're
0: not flanking
1: anymore because Selena's like, I'm out. Oh, you've... What'd you roll?
2: It's going to be a 13 to hit.
0: That's a miss.
2: Frick, I knew it would be.
0: I do make oh. me shame myself by actually telling you. 5, 10, 15... Twenty-two right here, and it makes two claw attacks at Mercer. Oh for it,
2: man, Mercer's gonna get sliced up like the little Vienna sausage is. No, he isn't.
0: Yeah, man. First roll, cutting words.
1: That <coughs> a reaction from Celine. <laughs> ha ha. Okay. Uh, take one off that. <laughs> one off. Yeah. Oh man.
0: So it makes it a 19.
1: Oh, frick. Okay, and then he casts Shield as a reaction to Mercer. <laughs> and so you miss.
0: All right. So both hits miss, then. Nice. Because <laughs> the 19 would have connected. Yeah. <laughs> oh, duh. <laughs> that would have connected. Now on the back, man. What's funny is I rolled both of them at the same time. So I'm like, okay, which one did I see first? <laughs> <laughs> um, that puts it back up to Mercer.
1: Uh, okay, hold on. Uh, <clears throat> um, so he's going to.
0: Oh, jeez. I almost forgot. Woohoo! Hey, babe. Huh?
2: How much does a torch weigh?
0: Um, I'd have to look it up.
1: I'm going to, as my action, I'm going to
0: <laughs> Firebolt. One pound. Firebolt. Yep. At disadvantage.
1: Yep. Ooh, that's, uh, that's going to be a miss. That's going to be a 12.
0: Yeah, it's a miss.
1: And then uh, bonus action Force Cannon. And that's Amazing big old giant dragon right there I can reach out and touch it and I still miss
0: <laughs> makes no sense to me Sorry, guy. you're right it doesn't but it's it's in the heat of that moment where you're just like Aah! oh crap yeah that's pretty much what happened
2: <laughs> it's
0: Esther's turn okay. Esther has a pure line of sight right down this bookshelf line right here
2: yeah she does
0: burn it down
2: how, how bad is that thing looking
0: Um, a lot of the paper is looking kind of singed. I'm
2: going to throw my torch at it.
0: Okay. Um, Because that's an improvised weapon, the farthest you can throw it is 20 feet. Far away am I? 5, 10, 15, 20. You're just outside of range.
2: I'm going to move into range.
0: So, five foot step yep. in. I'm
2: going to yeet this lit torch at this thing. All right.
0: So, you don't get your proficiency because you're not proficient in an unarmed or an improvised weapon. So, it's your d20 plus your dexterity. Oh, my
2: God. All right. Come on, buddy. Are you
0: fucking? <laughs> you roll one. Seven. Nope. You go to throw it and it lands like four feet in front of you. You're just like...
2: Ugh! Mm. oh crap, I messed up
0: bye! Now here's the other interesting thing you notice, as yeah. soon as that torch hits the floor, mm-hmm. magic waves over it like water and just puts the fire out oops that's the library's way of going No, oh, you're not going to catch the library on fire sorry man <laughs> um, and
2: now I'm going to move uh, to cover behind that other bookshelf closer this- to you yeah
0: so five ten right here yeah
2: and it can it see me oh yeah what I'm gonna it's
0: to... taller than the bookshelves
2: well yeah but if i'm hiding like right up against the bookshelf
0: mm-hmm. it's not gonna
2: see me through the bookshelf
0: well but it also covers this whole line of squares right oh, here so you'd have oh. maybe half a cover you would oh. be better going the other way
2: i'll go the other way then never mind
0: <laughs> okay so you went 5 here. Yeah. 10, 15 to right here. Yeah, that'll That's do. That's definitely going to give you more cover. Okay,
2: I'll take it.
0: All right. Uh, Zaback's turn. What are you the kids. What are they
1: doing? Complaining because they have to clean.
2: Oh, man. Okay, so Zaback is going to move to flank with Celine again.
0: Okay. 5, 10, 15 to right here. Yeah, buddy.
2: I am enraged (laughs) by this turn of events, so the back is raging. Mm -hmm. I know it doesn't give me anything extra, I understand that. So that's going to be a uh, 21 to hit. That's a hit. Yeah, it is, buddy. And come on, big money, big money. You've both failed me one too many times. That's gonna be 13 points of damage. To heck with ye. And for my second attack. Oofta. 18 to hit. Uh
0: that's a hit. Yes it is.
2: <coughs> I can't with this 14 points
0: yeah, How much?
2: 14
0: 14 points? Yes That's quite a bit
2: Well, okay Yeah, between the two attacks, yeah
0: Alright, so that's Zabak's turn It is Celine's turn Oh,
2: Hill, Esther.
0: Esther? Yeah. Zabak was the one that took the big nasty hit. No, it
2: was Esther that got
0: Esther walked. is s- smoking.
2: Yeah.
1: When I did the fireball, Esther was just like, Fire! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I'm she's thinking got... of when the dragon bit Zabak and critted. She like,
2: She's like Hisashi Aouchi right now, man. Don't Google that. Do not Google that.
0: I don't even know what you said.
2: He, don't repeat it. N- no, no. This is terrible. Don't Google it.
1: <laughs> or if you
2: must, make sure say search is on.
1: Uh, Selene uh, is going to take the disengage action again and go towards Esther. So down along the
0: wall.
2: Oh shh. I've been doing my damage for this jawbone wrong. 15, 20,
0: Frick! Twenty-five, All the way down? Yep. 30 right there.
1: And then uh, bonus action healing I word. I got this
0: thing
2: destroyed. I'm so sorry.
1: That's a lot better. That's gonna be 11 points back. To me? Yep.
2: Oh, sweet, man. Esther is not fit as a fiddle, but she's back in fighting form.
0: Alright, is that all she's doing? That's all she can do. Okay, so we're back to the dragon. <clears throat> um, he's going to take two more claw attacks at Mercer, and then try to bite uh, Zabak. So, first claw. First claw
1: takes a uh, negative four with cutting words. From who? Celine. Doesn't she have to have line of sight? You said this thing's giant. I can see its head above the bookcase. It,
0: it's not giant, it's large.
1: Okay, oh. I can still
0: see its head. Okay. So how many did she take off? Four. Four? <sighs> okay, that's going to miss. Yeah, man. And then uh-huh. the second one. Thanks, buddy. Is going to hit. I rolled a 17 by itself.
1: Ooh. Okay, what's the total?
0: 24. Can't do anything about that. Mm. Thirteen points of slashing damage. And then he turns around at the back. Oh, no. Twenty-six to hit.
2: Oh, frick. Yeah.
0: Why do I keep losing literally right in front of me too? 17 more points piercing as it goes.
2: I'm raging. So that makes it.
0: Wait, you're raging eight. now? Yes, I've been said. raging. I missed it. Okay. <sighs> so eight.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, she said this was this wasn't a raging turn of events. Yes. I'm raging.
0: <laughs> Yes. Can't you just say, I rage? Like no. everybody else. Cause well, she did. I don't catch it half the
1: time. Well, she did. It was, it was, it's a raging turn of events. By the way, I'm raging.
0: <laughs> I completely missed it. <laughs> That's
2: on you, buddy. That's not on me.
0: Um, it's Mercer's turn. Oh boy. Um,
1: Mercer is going to give this dragon a middle finger because.
2: Yeah, mess him up, man.
1: Choice words to dragons. Um. He's going to. <sighs> yes. Yes. You know he's going to allow the dragon an attack of opportunity as he backs away.
0: Alright. Uh. Okay. Crit. Okay. Oof. Okay. <laughs> i think that might not have been a good idea that's fine (sighs) 40 points rolled a six and a ten plus Uh four doubled that 40 points (laughs) i think mercer's still standing nope mercer goes down Uh uh-oh bro that's all right he tried to walk away, I mean.
1: <laughs> I know, I was taking a chance.
2: Ah oh, crap.
0: Alright, so Mercer's down. <clears throat> um it is Esther's turn.
2: Magic missile. Rip one of her stars off. So I need
0: We said what? Seven stars? First level spell? Starts at
2: three,
0: four, five, six, seven. And then fifth level. Three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Seven stars. Or right, seven <sighs> Boys are hard tonight. Seven.
2: Get wrecked, scrub! Oh. <laughs> okay. Hold on. It's going to be 25 points of damage, son. Get wrecked, Scrub! Giving flipping double birdies as these missiles collide. Ba 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 ba!
0: So it's now Zabak's turn. That was
2: seven missiles. Are you freaking kidding me? It's not dead?
0: Nope. It looked like it though. <sighs> okay.
2: She's gonna do something dumb and risky. Reckless attack. No, stay there. Reckless attack. Thank God that's a dirty 20 to hit. You kill it. Frick yeah!
0: Unless you're going to tell me you can't do two points of damage. Oh,
2: I can do way more than that. My okay. minimum is like six. Seven.
0: Your minimum is seven? I th-
2: wait, 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 wait. Huh? It's 46, so that's four. Ten. The minimum I can do is ten. How? My jawbone is 46 plus six.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah,
2: so the minimum I can do... Okay. Four plus
0: six. Yeah. Yeah, you take one last big swipe and just, whoosh, and all these papers just kind of go. Whoosh. Oh, thank God. Now, Mercer doesn't see this because he's out cold, but what everybody else sees is when the dragon goes down, all the paper flies back around again, reheals itself, and goes back into the different book vellums and pages sections oh, of the entire man. library where they flew out from. I
2: don't like that. I really don't like that. That is sucks. That's
0: the library defense resetting itself now. Oh, man. Are we cool now? Like, i already like... tried. You already opened up the door. When you opened up the door, that's what triggered the defense mechanism to go off. So you have access to go upstairs now.
2: All right. I mean, I guess uh, we should rest. We should figure something out. We, we got to rest and re- recuperate, guys. Mercer. As, you, oh, as man. you
0: hear a voice coming from the other room, one of your companions has... Uh, Fallen to the floor.
1: I got him. As Selene just saunters over. Be healed. Cure wounds second level. Nice.
0: Is that the first time Mercer's gone down? Yeah. No, Mercer's gone down quite a few times. No.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. When was the last time he went down? Mm, a while
1: ago. Uh, I mean, it's been a handful of sessions, but...
0: I, I remember Mercer getting knocked out from like poison and stuff, but I don't remember him ever hitting zero before. Mm-hmm. He's 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 had the the dance with death like probably like four or five times. In light
2: many times.
0: Hmm. Okay,
1: twelve points back.
2: Let's go.
0: <laughs> oops as <laughs> some mysterious hand that accidentally knocks Mosher back down <laughs> stay
1: down stupid fates
0: <laughs> it's a big red hand that's made out of stone now stay down
1: <laughs> I curse you no matter where you're at do
0: you even know what movie that's from nope <laughs> Hellboy 2 <laughs> they're in the goblin market in this weird looking creature That's got a mechanical hand and it shoots out on a chain. And they're fighting, and he finally just kind of puts him on his back, gets on top of him, and starts wailing on him a few times. Looks at him and goes, Now stay down! (laughs) (laughs) Merchant gets
1: up kind of groggily like, Well, that was a poor decision.
0: I would say so, except now, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Ooh! I'm able to walk out of the room. How about that? Do you all need to rest and relax?
1: That would yes. be uh, a good thing.
0: If you come back into this room, I can make some uh, well, uh, small little cots appear. Sure. And it'd probably be easier because it's a single entry point, in and out. I don't sleep, so I can keep an eye out. Perfect. Rock on, man,
2: let's do this.
0: So you all come back into here These two little chairs in front of the fireplace stretch out into small little... Basically, they're like chairs, but with ottomans that slide out. And then two more appear in this corner and this corner here. Beryl just chills with Zabak on her back. And he says, well, uh, go ahead, get some rest. I'll stay right here and just wait.
1: Mercer hops in on the bed and just like... (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> oh, right.
1: <sighs> ah. And in the infamous voice, eight hours later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Some sweet slide guitar.
0: So you guys come, too. And,
2: uh... Man, I am so rested.
0: He turns uh, He turns around and... Have you all had your sleep? Yes. It's been eight hours. Yeah, thanks, man. Fantastic. Perhaps we can go now. Yeah. I need perception checks from everybody.
2: Perception?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What? Oh, ooh. Mm. Oof. oh frick,
1: man. Mercer gets a fabulous three.
2: Let me guess.
0: Doesn't hear anything.
2: <clears throat> Eleven gives me nothing.
0: Nope. And Celine gets
1: a 13.
2: Frick.
0: What did Esther get? Uh, the,
2: the 11.
0: What did Zabak get? Eight. Okay, so none of you guys hear this. And the one who turns the page goes, What was that? I heard something. What? Back in the room you were just in earlier fighting the dragon. It sounds like something opened up. Oh no. I'm not familiar with that sound.
2: Frank, let's go look. Esther trots back into the room. (coughs)
0: We killed the freaking dragon. Uh, what did I do with him? This isn't, uh... This isn't the ideal use for this, but it's what we're going to use. Whew. As this unusual... So he comes out here. Um, you guys follow Yeah, him?
1: not leaving him by himself.
0: Uh, who, who, what, when how. Just
1: straight follow both Mercer and uh, Selene.
0: You guys get out here and where the door should be at is this small little portal that's opened up. And on the other side of the portal um, you see a, a you see a water genasi that's a male, looks like some sort of a spellcaster. You see a tiny, like 14 inches tall, tiny mousekin in robes, looks like some sort of a spellcaster. Uh, you see a female asomar that looks slightly more like a cleric rather than a standard spellcaster a halfling with a maul that's taller than she is in armor and a 10 year old girl missing her two front teeth carrying a frying pan wearing armor and they're all just kind of staring at the portal from the other side going huh what's that
1: friend or foe as i'm reaching into my pocket and starting to pull out a scroll
0: you don't hear them, they don't hear you. And then all of a sudden you see a much older-looking, locked-on look through the portal and go... Lock! <sighs> Roll up
1: my scroll, put it back in my pocket, back in my...
0: The Aasimar looks at him, says something, <coughs> he steps through... <coughs> and the Esther portal... waves
2: bemusedly.
0: That's when the portal closes... Come on, phone, open up. No, never. As the f- portal closes, where are my
1: Mercer looks at him and goes, Bro. Time was not kind to you.
2: Locke, where have you been? We've been worried, man.
0: Somebody want to tell me why I'm staring at a time at a small cottontail and a fairy.
2: Oh. As oh. well as an
0: owl instead <clears throat> of my usual compatriots. And just as that happens, hang on.
1: I completely forgot about
0: that. This darn notes app is ten times worse than it should be. Okay. As soon as it closes, two simultaneous waves blast out from where the portal was at. Oh, frick. First wave, I need um, con saving throws. Is this magic?
1: Oh, absolutely. Cool. Is it do I get advantage on Kong? No, I don't get <laughs> Locke didn't even make this. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I totally made that. That's a 20 for Mercer. Ooh. Mercer makes it. Celine an 18 by the dice roll itself, so.
0: That's gonna make it. Esther in the back.
2: Oh freak, man. <clears throat> Am I rolling again?
0: con saving throws. Oh no,
2: neither of them are going to make
0: that. Okay. So if you make it, you're going to take half the damage. Oh, frick! If you don't make it, you take the full damage and you're knocked prone. Why
2: are you doing this? Why? Come on, man.
1: Astral magic.
0: So it's going to be 11 points force damage and you're mm-hmm. knocked prone if you didn't make it. So five. So locked on, it's just like, whoa! And lands... Face first. And that's when everybody notices that his left hand, that used to have that weird extruder appar- apparatus thing, is now his entire arm, as his right. whole left arm is mechanical.
2: Bro.
1: Let's be honest here. Mercer sees Locke fall on intrigued. his face. Mer- Mercer Bro. is a little kid himself. <laughs> hey, man. Shut up,
0: cottontail. <clears throat> as he stands back up. Um. Followed by with the second wave, I need Wisdom Saving Throws. Now that one
1: I have advantage on. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I made that in spades.
2: Oh. You have
0: mm-hmm. advantage on Wisdom Saving Throws? Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. Yep. As a, as a Rock Gnome, you get advantage Ooh. on all Intellect, Wisdom, and Charisma Saving
0: Throws. Oh, okay. Against Magic. Lockdown made that one.
2: Does a 14 make it?
0: 14 does not make it. Right. Who, uh, I need to know who failed it.
2: Both Esther and Zabak.
0: Okay.
1: Celine gets a eighteen. Mercer has a dirty twenty.
0: Okay. Celine and Mercer both make it. Uh, Esther and Zabak do not, as the second wave hits them. They don't get hurt or anything, but it's a wave of chaos that alters them because they didn't make the save. Man. Zabak's claws change from standard claws that she has a natural attack for into, like, a more of an organic metallic alloy style of claws. That's kind of cool. Her claw attacks go up from a D4 to a D6.
2: Oh, what? Bro, okay.
0: And Esther now has little... uh, She's a, a... bronze dragonborn yes right for the millionth Um, time bronze i i keep forgetting between bronze and brass the other thing you notice is that metallic appearance on zavak's hands kind of cover her hands so her hands look like organic metallic alloy hands but you see she sees it vein up and disappear into her arms oh boy um and esther's scales have a slight bit of a metallic look about them now and those (laughs) hold on
2: stop a bronze dragon steel like Okay.
0: appearance but the veins from the sides of her jaw out to her back she now has the option to do an innervating breath as opposed to her standard breath attack both Zabak and Esther's sub races they're still Tortle and Dragonborn but now their sub race is Mutant
2: Oh man, I don't like that.
0: I had ones written out for Mercer and Celine if they hadn't made made it either. <laughs> you would have liked it.
1: <laughs> Can I choose a mail? <laughs> Not at this point. <laughs> man. <sighs> Can Mercer discern how it happened?
0: Um, with an arcana okay. check, yes. And It was magic, so he gets it. And
2: what did Esther get? So she's like steely.
0: You'll have to look up enervating breath. That's going to be a 18. 18, right on the money. The second wave was a chaos wave, which um, studies have shown that um, effects of concentrated chaos magic can cause alterations. From mentality to physical to all sorts of crazy things. That's why a lot of people don't mess with or interact with the chaos plane. Because it causes chaos, essentially. He looks at uh, Locke and
1: goes, you did that?
0: No, I helped kill the guy that was trying to do that. While you guys were here in the Transcendental Library, the Tower of Cosmic Magic was overtaken by a guy named Raxus. And the Celine, second, he says that does Celine
1: mention like what she lo- like, what he looks like.
0: No, because the second he says that name, Celine goes into a like some sort of weird phase where, in oh, her no. mind, this seems like it takes goes on forever, but to everybody else, it's like a split second, Yeah. she sees this image in her head of those same people that they saw through the portal, yeah. including On, fighting this guy on a number of individual islands that look like they were part of the tower, but they're all that's left, and this unusual machine. And she distinctly sees Chaos Magic getting pulled in and being powered into him. As he's trying to pull magic from other people and other places... And cast unusually radical chaos spells at these guys. And at the last second... He goes down, the machine gets destroyed... And that's where she sees that wave of chaos go... Uh. When she comes back around... That unusual connection to chaos feels different. She still has the chaos bolt barrage spell, Mm -hmm. but she doesn't get the images in her head anymore as if something was severed when that happens. Okay, that works. Hey, guess what? We started selling merchandise. Check out the link in the description below and see what we've got. He goes, he was using uh, some sort of machine to siphon energy from the plane of chaos in an attempt to literally steal and take all magic in the material plane and create the material plane into a second chaos plane, connect it out to the astral plane, (coughs) turn the entire multiverse into a full scale realm of chaos so okay I'm guessing the only reason why you guys weren't affected is because you were protected by the magic that's integrated into the library.
1: I would say that's not the case Hmm? as he points at Esther and Zabak and their shiny new appearance
0: (laughs) well the portal just opened up as a result of the Severing Construct being destroyed. So that wave of chaos that came through here has probably come through that portal. I mean, and he rolls his sleeve up. I got affected by it, too.
1: You see kind of Mercer kind of like, he kind of like has his head down a little low, and kind of like kicks the ground. Well, I ain't affected by it. <laughs>
0: chaos too i wanted something cool
1: <laughs> let, let, let's be honest mercer is bonafide chaos
0: <laughs> yeah did you want to know what what i had down for chaos for mercer and selene had
1: there's part of me that like yes i do <laughs> but then part of me doesn't because i don't get it especially for mercer like Celine i don't care you can tell me Celine, but i don't want to know mercer
0: Celine would have gotten four mechanical spider-like legs that were going to jolt out of her back, similar to how Draconic Wings, the feet, is written out. Yeah, and she would have gotten a spider climb uh, ability equal to her walking speed. Oh, that would have been freaking awesome! They wouldn't have been able to be used as weapons, but she could have climbed. No, but wall. the
1: fact that like your healer, up the wall, heal, 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 heal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> flossing.
1: That's not flossing. Are you sure you don't want to know yeah. what
0: Mercer's was?
1: No, because I can't get it.
0: Come on, man! I still got it written down. You sure? I'm,
1: I'm, the fact, that unless, unless, you, unless there's a way I can get it
0: at this exact moment, I don't have a way for you to get it. Now this door actually looks like a door as it's sitting. There. Ooh. Mercer thinks up thinks something
1: stupid. Um, okay. So based off what he just said, he said a release of chaos magic.
0: Mhm.
1: He sits there and goes. <laughs> everyone move away. Move away. Move away. All right, all right, all right. We're going. We're going. Scatters everyone.
0: Move away.
1: Yeah, like he he tells everyone to go around the room, like get away from him.
2: Man, I don't like this.
0: So okay. everybody backs away to like the edge walls yep. of the room. Celine goes across the room, over to here where, where the door's at. Uh, yeah, basically You're in line in with in Mercer. Where does Esther go? Oh, I should probably put locked on back on. Just kind of backs up. Okay, I'll put her over here in the corner. So, so Celine needs
1: to move over in line with Mercer.
0: That's about as close to in line as she can get because those are exactly straight across from me. Somewhere. No, that's
1: fine. Basically, he's just like, okay, okay. You said chaos magic, right?
2: Mm hmm.
1: He looks at Celine. He's like, you need to go right over there and face me. And he goes, portal, chaos magic. Let's try this.
0: Locked on, looking back at the both of you. What are you trying to do? Shut up.
1: And he looks at Selene and goes, Chaos Bolt, and I'm going to Vortex Warp into it. And she's like, okay. And she proceeds to cast the three bolts of Chaos Magic at him as he Vortex Warps into it.
0: Okay, you gotta you got to walk me through this out of game, because I am... You're so, getting hit by a spell, but you're also vortex warping into the. Spell? So
1: so basically, what's happening is, he's going to use the vortex warp, which uh-huh. is a is a you know small based teleportation, right? And you know, in theory, it has some semblance to portals, and so he's thinking that he may be able to because when he said Rax is his name, Celine's mm-hmm. mentioned it before. So now, knowing that she's casting one of his spells, that's chaos incarnate, he's thinking that, in conjunction to the teleportation into the field of magic of chaos at the same point, will cause a ripple effect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you do realize Mercer is going to take the damage from the chaos barrage. That's fine. That's I, I will. I will.
1: I will roll for the
0: the attacks. Okay. So, first roll the attacks against Mercer, because I already know the Vortex Warp. He can choose to let that happen to him. It's not a saving throw, necessarily. So
1: that's a hit, that's a hit, and that's going to be missed. So two bolts hit
0: him. Which which types of energy?
1: Uh, I got to roll for him. And a D6. D6. So gold for force, and so four, seven, nine points from the first one, and the second one is eight, which is thunder. So force and thunder, and he, ooh, that one's gonna hurt. That's for 19. So Uh, yeah, that's uh 26 points of damage. Half his health. <laughs> as he, you just watch as all of a sudden these bolts are coming in, and he just <laughs> right into him.
0: <them>. Okay. <laughs> I, I know you want this. I'm gonna be the nice guy. Give me a percentile roll. You have to get above a 60. So, 61 or above, I'm going to give you a chance.
2: 42. <gasps> the answer to life, the universe, and everything.
1: <laughs> so he... Now, now <clears throat> while this happens,
0: uh-huh.
1: can he sit there, and as he comes into this, this burst, can he yell at Barrel to do an astral surge? At the same time. Oh uh-huh. yeah, he, he's intentionally no, 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 trying no. to just
2: No. You know. Please don't create, man. create
1: a spark of it.
2: No, 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 no,
0: no. <sighs> oh,
1: my Please gosh. don't do this to me man. <laughs> oh, he totally does. As you basically just see Mercer just like open up, jump as he does this vortex warp into these chaos bolts and goes, This is really gonna hurt. Barrel! Astral Surge! No, killing me man. The the, the the look on like everyone else's face is just like did does it just do what I think he just did and the answer is yes yes he did.
2: Good God we're all gonna die.
0: <sighs> all right so Beryl being the adolescent infant that he is <laughs>
2: woo-hoo, Oh no I'm no no. Soaring
0: over to here and just as this whole thing's about to happen a Series of bubbles come flying out of out of uh, out of his mouth, mm-hmm. sort of like oh, no. just a, a beam of bubbles. Yeah. They all hit Mercer. Um, Mercer is gonna get back. What I roll four. Two separate bolts hit. Right. Yeah. Out of the three, so There's twenty-six points of damage between the two. Okay, so eight points of that will be negated. Oh, nice. Um, and for the next... For the next minute, any damage you take is reduced by four. I will give you one last chance, and then we're moving on. Oh, no. Uh, 60 or above. Bro. What'd you get?
2: 59. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's your dice teasing you. Oh, (laughs) Oh,
2: Shazer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, as this all happens, and like, you know, Mercer gets bombarded by these these two blasts, and nothing happens. He looks all around, looking all over.
0: The heck with it. It's one off. I'm going to give it to you. Okay,
1: because I was going to say if you did it, I kid you not. Mercer's literally going to fall to the ground and throw a tantrum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
2: He deserves an inspiration for <coughs> And then he used it on that. Yeah, rock on, buddy.
0: Uh, duh, 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 duh. So, he does all of this. And he's just laying there staring up. this young man. Holy <sighs> 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 oh, crap. All right. The hand that had the hand cannon Mm -hmm. on it is now his hand, as the (laughs) cannon has fused to that arm. Yeah. In the same capacity how the back has that organic metallic alloy, that cannon is now his hand. So, he doesn't have use of that hand as a hand anymore, it's just a cannon. And you almost see like these little tubes that come off the cannon now and go into his arm. And parts of the metal are veining up under the skin into his arm now. Oh crap. You are able to use Warforged armaments on that arm now. Mm hmm. Um, and you can have up to three different weapons. They still have to match within the type of weapons you're proficient with. Yeah. But it's almost as if your arm looks like a... Did you ever see the movie Treasure Planet? Vaguely. Okay. The character that was uh, Long John Silver was a cyborg, Mm -hmm. and one of his arms was mechanical. But he had this ability to fold his hand into his arm and something else would fold out. Yeah. Like a sword, or a pistol, or a cane, or something. That's essentially how that works. The cannon would fold in and the weapon would fold out. Nice. Um, and then you said it was thunder and force. force. Which type of damage did the cannon do before? Originally did thunder. Thunder. So now it can do either thunder or force.
1: As light, like, so as Mercer just kind of like <laughs> okay.
0: um, oh
2: Lord. The other what did you give him?
0: The other thing that has happened is because you guys inadvertently created an artificial burst of chaos, anybody whose physical appearance was changed from barrel is now changed back to what they originally looked like. Oh man. So Celine now looks like a human again. I'm
1: back to looking like a Smurf.
0: Yeah. um, Uh, Your subtype uh. is no longer Rock Gnome. It is mutant. So you are a mutated gnome. (laughs) You still have have the stats of a Rock Gnome. Yes. But you're now considered a mutant. Awesome. The only part of you that's not blue is that cannon. Oh, Lord.
1: Success. (laughs) (laughs) Success. That was an arm, so maybe if I go through this like, you know, like six or
0: seven more times, I can get my full body. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Locked on, just looking. Or, you know, kill yourself.
2: Bro, that's not <sighs>
1: a joke.
0: <laughs> Celine's just kind of like.
1: he <sighs> just, just gotta roll with the punches, literally.
0: So now he's looking around all you guys and he goes. So, other than all the craziness that happened to me, mm-hmm. what's happened with all of you?
1: Well, well you
0: so... See, here's our... the thing. Go ahead.
2: And Esther fills them in. <laughs>
1: Come on!
2: <laughs> That's so cheap!
1: <laughs> so,
2: you knew I was gonna do it. Why uh, did so you Mercer stop me? Mercer
1: <laughs> points the barrel mm-hmm. and goes, our lovely companion here... You uh, he can do
2: the coolest thing, man.
1: Is on the crap list of Far Elves. Uh
2: huh.
1: It's on the crap list of Far Elves? Yes, yeah, so.
2: Ishta. Poop.
1: So basically, Far Elves are trying to capture Barrel here, and I believe it's. To kill him, if I remember correctly.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and we are trying to get him to the astral plane by going. trying to get the information on how to get to the. Edge of the world via this library
0: and we're headed that way and well i i remember i remember everything that happened right up to the point where we all tried to come into the library and you me and celine found ourselves in that weird little doorless room yeah that was really odd I mean I walked around the corner and all of a sudden it didn't look like a stone hallway it looked like a completely different room altogether.
1: Yeah, I'm still trying to figure that one out because there there and the next thing you know I'm waking up in a chair. Really. And everything yeah, that I yeah. used in that
0: place was restored. Hmm. I woke up and I found myself in a room that looked like a, uh, a meeting room with three undead and that group of people I was standing with. One of which, that tiny little annoying mouse, mm-hmm. staring right over me. Huh. Interesting. You'd have gotten to understand how we see you if you'd seen that guy. It literally... Fourteen inches as he's showing you how much smaller this thing was. The the, the little mouse can So he's a third of my height. He's
2: yeah. so cute.
0: Tiny little mouse. Chronomancer.
2: Scary little mouse. <laughs> what?
1: Twenty-one Arcana. Mm-hmm. I got general <laughs> idea of what
0: chronomancy is. Oh man. I'm not kidding. Raxus trying to do stuff, he flung his hands in a circle and forced Raxus to literally rewind in his own space of time and try to recast a spell or something Mm. and screw up. I was kind of jealous. Wow,
2: that sounds pretty cool, man.
0: Uh, I need to talk to him. Create that portal.
2: Yeah, man, we gotta get back there.
0: You... Okay, so... These guys are also members of your Adventurer's Guild, but I guess they're part of some sort of elite group.
2: Elite, he says.
0: <laughs> you watch they're as... They were stronger than I am.
2: Oh, N- that's Mercer scary. pulls
1: out a small little notebook. What's the Mousekin's
0: name?
2: You do not have to tell him that.
0: No, but I'm trying to remember what his name I is. I don't
2: freaking remember. Insert name here. Osh. Osh. yes. I literally wrote it down. I'm so sorry, Peyton. <laughs>
0: I only remember it because whenever anybody would say Peyton's character it sounded like they were going Osh oh yeah and stopping at the essay so it's, Osh Osh <laughs> so, Osh so he watches, he takes that note
1: puts it back in his pocket and he's like okay <laughs> on my next task list after I curse a dragon to then go back and talk to him about magic
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what are we doing in
1: here well, we're trying to get the information to how to get to the edge of the world.
0: Mm-hmm. So, we're we going up go. there.
2: Okay. It's good to see you again, my friend.
0: And as he turns around to go up the door, you notice a small little mechanical-looking dragon that looks very familiar to Mercer, form on his back with a head that looks like a cannon over his shoulder. Let's go.
2: Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Over
0: my shoulder, over my, over his shoulder. What? You want me to just tell it to you again? Is it the little kobold? No.
2: What?
0: Yeah, because I'm. He's a sixth level sorcerer, and he was forcibly aged from the Severing Construct, so now he's a fourth level artificer. He has his own eldritch cannon, but it looks like a small dragon that he has Bro, on his back.
2: That's freaking cool.
0: You're just jealous of me. As, he, as Mercer literally just
1: pompously puffs his shoulders and chest up and walks straight through the door.
2: Bro, you're still like four foot two.
1: Three Stop. foot. Oh. And I mean, he literally just hands on hip, pompous walks up
0: the stairs
2: dude you're still no taller than a yardstick <laughs> call him your crap
0: keep walking cottontail
2: hey man not
0: cottontail anymore
2: don't talk to him you're like always that. gonna be
0: a cottontail now
2: Nah, man leave him oh. alone about that he It's has all right
0: i got mean. plans for this don't worry about <laughs> it <laughs> oh no <laughs> i'm not gonna not tell like you the other thing that. you see on him because you walked away and you guys all start to head upstairs then Yep. All right. So give me just a moment. No. So without any, like, explanation or understanding behind it, Uh, it's kind of like when you guys first walked in to the library as a whole, kind of just found yourselves in the room. Mm -hmm. You're not really sure how. Same idea. When you walked up the stairs to the next level, it, kind of, it was almost like you kind of walked into a dark room, but like in the blink of an eye, all of a sudden you realize you're standing in a different room.
2: Man, come on. That's not cool. Stop it, rooms.
0: Several doors lead into smaller chambers from this large hall of one... Win- what? Oh, you guys are in the wrong room. Oh my gosh. Okay. You find yourselves in this hallway right
1: here. While we're going up the stairs... Mm-hmm. And, you know, after a few seconds of, uh, you know, feeling pompous, like I said, um, Mercer reaches into his bag and pulls out a healing potion and drinks it.
0: No, you're not in that area. Okay, maybe you are in this room. Here. It says Hall of Wonders and several doors, but I'm, like, looking at this going, this room doesn't have doors in it. This does, but that room doesn't. So... Let me take a look at one other thing here. Okay, there we go. That says corridor. That would be a corridor. Okay. <sighs> Several doors lead into smaller chambers from this large hall of wonders. Towering over a variety of specimens on display are three large articulated animal skeletons posed in lifelike stillness. Ew. Plaques identify the skeletons as a velociraptor, a hook whore, and a two-headed Tyrannosaurus rex. Oh man. You guys immediately spot the door underneath the T-Rex skull, right here. And just from looking at it, you can tell that the door is locked. All wow. Oh, great. So what do you guys decide to do? Mercer is
1: going to go over to the door and check to see if it's been trapped in any way.
0: <clears throat> trapped in the way you're familiar with no, oh, no. trapped in the way you guys have seen happen here in the library by this point you can tell doing things the incorrect way usually sets off some sort of a defense of the library
1: okay so he knows that looking at it and everything he can discern that there's a puzzle or something we gotta figure out in this room to get through it
0: Yeah.
1: Okay guys, start looking for clues. There's some some you know, the good old library riddle to figure out here. And so Mercer is going to investigate for clues.
0: Okay.
2: Oof. Yeah, we were of no help, I'm sorry. That's
1: gonna be a seventeen for Mercer. And is going to get a seven.
0: <laughs> All right, let me uh, look at something here really, really quick. Okay. Okay, so you don't find any... First round, first time around doing intricate searching, you don't really find anything specific that looks like it would help.
1: Can I continue to investigate and do
0: another roll? Yeah, if you want to. At this point, Lockdown's kind of just semi-sort of interacting with the... Uh, the one who turns the page, kind of just ask him about his construction and everything. Uh, 18. So it will find anything specific.
1: Well, after a little bit of time,
0: Actually I, I take that back. Um one of the things he does Mercer does find is uh behind one of the skeletons uh he finds some draconic writing. Yeah. Slightly etched, like you really have to be looking <clears throat> for it to notice it. That's, That's one of those runes room.
1: that he was looking for.
0: <clears throat> Not a rune, just draconic draconic writing. Mm. Like I told you before, the runes and the draconic writing are not related at all.
1: <coughs> you gonna make it there, bro? Yeah, it's like I got this, like tickle in the back of my throat, it won't I- go away.
0: <coughs> you gonna lip?
1: Give me a
0: second.
1: Any uh, hollers at uh, Lockdown and Esther to come over here?
2: All right, all right. I'm coming, man. What? Chill.
1: I need you to
0: translate for me. What? And I point to it. Lockdown leans in. What is it? It's draconic writing.
2: Oh.
0: And it goes, it's the word wonders.
2: Mm-hmm. Are wonderful.
1: How do I pronounce it, Draconic? Marakter. Marakdur? Mm-hmm. Wonders. Does that sound familiar to one of the old, the other rooms right. down below? Like, does that spark a Esther shrugs thought. no okay yeah. so he holds his hand up to it mm-hmm. and he says the word and casts the spell the bend space yes
0: Ooh. a small little five by ten port <clears throat> of that section of the wall the the visual appearance of it looks slightly different it's as if somebody Has pulled on it and stretched it. As you see, this tunnel kind of open up.
1: I wonder where this goes. I need one of you to come with me.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. I'm your Huckleberry. Esther Sanchez over.
0: I'll tell you what. How about all the ladies stay together? Because then that way you have your healer, and you have Zabak. I know one or two healing spells.
1: I got a few myself.
0: And between me and Zabak we're both heavy hitters melee. Right. And you and I are pretty much heavy hitters spell casting wise. So I think the two of us could probably take that take care of that.
1: Let's do that. And I grab I you know, grab a hold of them because I right, don't know if I need to be in contact with them or not.
0: Good mm-hmm. luck with that.
1: And we step through.
0: Okay, the very first room you guys went into where there was the the red light and the three yellow lights the very first room you walked
1: into yes with the
0: sphinx Mm -hmm. you guys walk through the portal and as you step out it's as if you've stepped out into the middle of the room and the portal closes and he goes okay and just as that happens, three far elves walk oh, in the door. Oh
2: man, you guys again! Oh wait. Okay, so real Sorry quick I'm though, bad.
0: isn't there supposed
1: to be isn't there supposed to be a corresponding word? So like, I can go from here back to here. Mm-mm. Oh, it's always a one way tunnel.
2: Oh frick! What?
1: When you
0: find a tunnel in a room. Yeah. first time around when you activate it, it takes you to a base location. Yeah. From there, when you find other tunnels, you can speak the word of the room you want to go to of a tunnel you've discovered. Ah,
1: okay. And then it takes you to
0: that room. Uh,
1: Got it. So now that room with the bones, next time I find one of those words, I can say wonders. And go there. mm uh-huh. Got it. Okay.
0: It took me a little bit reading it to kind of figure it out. And I still don't know if I completely <clears throat> understood it correctly or if I'm doing it correctly. But that's how I'm doing it. That's it's fine. It's like, three days of reading this, I've already got a headache. And I'm just tired of trying to figure out this one thing that doesn't seem to be in absolute relevance to the whole thing. So, um, do we...
1: Like, because we're there, and mm-hmm. they're just coming in. Like, do we catch them by surprise as we just...
0: You no, know, you both come into the room at almost the exact same time, so it's like, whoa. Oh, okay. Huh?
2: Oh, crap. Oh, good luck.
0: No, I'm not too concerned. <laughs> and between Mercer and on neither of them are.
1: Especially for the fact that it hasn't even been an hour yet, so.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: I still have my cannon.
2: Yeah, me. <sighs> <sighs>
0: Lockdown just kind of looks down at Mercer and goes Probably a good idea to go wide Yep So what we're going to do Is instead of having to flip this map Over 50 freaking times I'm going to slide this over so we have this grid Right here
1: Oh and as As we get ready to split mm-hmm. And he makes that wide comment Mercer makes the comment Don't damage the library Otherwise librarians are going to come and attack us too
0: Oh okay. I think that's about the rough size of it. It's pretty close. It's at the door there so that. Is the Sphinx still in here? No, you don't see the Sphinx in here. Damn. I need his
2: mm-hmm. knowledge. Well you ain't gonna it.
1: Probably not, but I can always hope.
2: Oh yeah. Always dare to dream, buddy.
0: Now that we have colored, numbered bases, Excuse me. I can number these little boogers so we can tell who's who now.
1: Oh, also, at a quick glance,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Adam Mercer goes, "That's the one you want to focus on."
0: Oh, as he points her out to the monk. How's it, uh, okay. How's
1: that even possible?
0: Uh, Initiative sixteen. <laughs> okay. Get rid of all this stuff. Bring him back up. How much did you get? Sixteen. Um, um gotten eighteen and you now these goofballs. <laughs> Okay. So the monk's gonna go first. Followed by Lockdown. Followed by the Acolytes and tailing up the end, interestingly enough, with high rolls. Smurcer So the uh The monk. Um...
2: Can you guys? Hear oh, they're the all blushing.
0: Uh, sometimes we can. So the monk is going to bonus action blip to right here. Because Mercer is the small little blue gnome, she's his first target, or he's her first target, sorry. It's alright. And she takes a swing with her iron chain at him. Yeah, she probably Yeah, she misses. As he feels this whoosh over his head. And there's that realization, he's a small, not a medium. And then tries to do an unarmed strike at, uh, lockdown And misses. Uh, lockdown's turn. He sp- split-second looks and goes, Which one do you want? Okay. <coughs> do 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 do, do, do. That loves to close on me. <laughs> <laughs> Eh, the heck. Mm. He pulls out the hammer. And he's like, all right. <laughs> Goes to fly up to them. 5, 10, 15, 20. Perfect. It's right here. She gets an attack of opportunity. Mm. She hits him. Mm. Are like dice here. Boo. He takes seven points of damage as the chain clack, clocks him on the back as he flies up, and then he takes a swing at this guy to try to knock him into the other one. Boom! Boom! Where is your? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That oh, that's yeah. that's a really good hit right there. Canadian, are you? Hmm. hey Minnesotan. <laughs> oh,
2: I've infected you.
0: No, that was actually me hearing him on the recording over and over again going, oh yeah, that's the good stuff. That's the good stuff right
2: there. Sound <laughs> <laughs> Minnesotan. Bro. Nope.
0: Nope. hang on where's Thunderous smite at there it is 2d6 oh, 18 oh no 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 three five, to 4, 2, 5 2, 6.
2: 27
0: holy Frickin crap. Uh, I'm doing math here. So he knocks this first one into the second one. This guy no yeah knocks him into this one and they both go prone right here as that thunder is just boom and from upstairs halfway through the uh, the library Zabak, Celine, and Esther, plus the one who can turn the one who turns the page all hear this very mild echoing boom sound. Acolytes turns they're both kind of ticked off so they both use half their movement to get up I didn't expect this all to just be me this whole time Jeez. and they both try to take swings with their chains back at him miss miss Miss. God, fours, fives, and sixes. And a crit, of course. Me and yeah. my big mouth. What are you saying, yeah, for? Lockdown just got critted on. So? I know he can tell you. He's a big boy. Jeez. <laughs> you are a jerk.
2: Eight, nine, ten,
0: eleven points of bludgeoning damage. And. Saving throw. And that's a natural 20 on a saving throw. So he makes the save and doesn't get knocked prone. Now it's Mercer's turn. I am so sorry.
1: That's fine. (laughs) So Mercer is going to take his force cannon right at the monk. Yep. Is that a disadvantage? It is, but I'm going to hate her. What'd you roll? Uh, That's going to be a, a 23.
0: Yeah, that hurts.
1: For eleven points of force damage, and she's pushed five feet away. Which then, Mercer grins, as he can use his, uh... as he you know, points the good old finger pistol right at her, and goes scorching ray. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a twenty-eight to hit. That's going to be a twenty-four to hit and that's going to be a 21 to hit. I was all hit. Give me a second here. Okay, so on the first ray, Ooh, yeah. Um, That's 19 points of damage. Ow. Second ray, three points of damage. Three? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 2d6. And then another nine points of damage.
0: So 19, all big and nasty, then a measly three followed by a nine. Well...
1: (laughs) Because I, I get I get a bonus D eight on my on one of my rays because it does I don't get a bonus to each ray I don't, oh, I don't it's each ray. Eleven.
0: so thirty one points total.
1: Then that was you got the the eleven from the force cannon too right? Yeah, I already
0: did that. Okay. So Six to... seven six five.
1: Cast an or through firearm. Roll a D8. and You gain a bonus to one of the spell's damage rolls. Yeah. So only one of my three rays get the D8. Because <clears throat> <laughs> otherwise it would be really nice to get one for each. Get that, D, that from the arcane firearm right. on each ray.
0: <clears throat> All right. It's become blatantly obvious I can't roll dice, eat chips, and keep track of math all at the same time. So we go back up to the top of the line, Miss Monk, as she is thoroughly irritated with you.
1: I gave her a little smoochy face. If anything, Mercer's good at it's antagonizing the enemy.
0: I gotta look up a spell. <laughs> Where are you? There you are. (laughs) So... With the chain stays where she's at and uh, throws her hand up in the air with like a twisting action of her hand. Yep, and this unusual beam of light comes straight down over Mercer. Uh huh. And he uh, needs to give me a constitution saving throw.
1: Ooh. Uh, yeah, that's only going to be a 11.
0: Nope, he takes it. You become engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain. And you are going to take... 12 points radiant damage. And she just holds her hand there as that beam stays right there. Followed by the chain... She swings it at you. Downside is she can only swing the chain once if she's holding that. Wait a minute. No, I'm... Never mind, she can't swing the chain. That's still in action. Uh, She's going to move right up to here to make it more difficult for him and she just holds it right there on him. Um, <clears throat> Don's turn. He's going to exhaust two sorcery points to cast something brand new as a bonus action as he quickly turns and sees what's going on with Mercer. Mercer doesn't see what he does, but he uh, he's going to notice a uh, beam of radiant light that... Dang, I actually have to go back and look this up now. Two deep. As she gets hit with a very thin beam of radiant light, and she actually gets pushed 10 feet back from it.
1: So I get a molly whopper. Huh? Never mind, never mind. She's forced out of that. Yeah, you're
0: right. Uh, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Oh, me and. Do not have a good relationship. 12, 11, 9. that's two. Your board thing here does not like my black marker very much. And I just did that with the wrong, wrong one. that? 27, 27 14, 7 8 9, 10, 11. Use that, a little bit of spray. Okay. To clean it up. I did the math on the wrong uh, hit points there. It's supposed to be right here. Five, four, three, two boom. So she's at 32 now. Then he turns around, and decides he's gonna take another swing at these geniuses right here. Yeah, get him. But uh, I might actually change that. Hang on. I'm trying to remember what spells he has. Does have it. Fantastic. <clears throat> so he takes his. Uh... Oh, why didn't I do that? Okay, so he takes a step over right here, and Mercer hears from behind him <coughs> as lockdown appears. Right here, next to her. Those two need to give me uh, common saving throws. In Mercer fashion, goes. I can do that too. <laughs> you can try and do that. Yours requires a saving throw. Lockdowns doesn't. <laughs> I can still do it. (laughs) Just saying. Hey, Mercer never said how he could do it. He just said he can do it. And fail. Sweet. 3D d10. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, that's good damage right there. 21 points to both of them, which finally one of them actually got hurt. Yep, and bam, 20, <clears throat> that's the Acolytes turns, and all four, or all, both of the Acolytes, at this point being thoroughly ticked off at on and seeing that the monk supposedly has Mercer under control. Um, chuck four daggers at lockdown so out of the four daggers Mercer's going to see this as one of the daggers looks like it's going at lockdown but stops like almost right at the eyeball of the monk and then flies back and she's just like blinks for a minute like WTF and then looks past Mercer with this dead-eyed irritated glare at that thumb. Mercer
1: just sits there and goes, your companions suck.
0: Yeah, all four daggers missed. <clears throat> Horribly. Um, Bring back up this. And then it should be Mercer. It is. Um, con saving throw before you do anything else. Because you're still in that moonbeam. 16? 16. It's going to make it so you take half damage. 7. Round it down to 6. You take 3 more points radiant damage. Okay.
1: Now, is it just a 5 foot? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. He sidesteps out of it.
0: Right there? Okay. And then... uh, Actually, I'm going to set this... Here, so you can tell that that's where that beam is at it's fine
1: um and then he's going to bonus action force cannon and that's going to be a 26 to hit
0: the monk. yeah yeah
1: and she takes 11 points of force damage and is smacked into the wall <laughs> and then uh firebolt Oh yeah. That that that's a good old 28 right there to hit. <laughs> For 11 points of damage.
0: Um, she really not looking too good. All right. all right so that was your turn monk's turn again oh i gotta give do a concentration saving throw well
1: hold on so i took a five foot step out of the moonbeam. Mm-hmm. i am going to move the rest of my distance
0: to the wall over to here yep I gotta check that because I don't know how far.
1: <sighs> and she has to make two concentration concentration checks.
0: Silvery beam shines down. until the, the creature enters. It takes and or half. Of your turns. After you cast the spell, you can use an action to move the beam up to 60 feet in any direction. Why was I thinking it was something bonus action? Hmm. Alright, so concentration is based off of. What is that, wisdom or charisma? It's constitution. For concentration. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's an eighteen for the first one. Yep. And a ten. So the ten causes it to dissipate. And uh I'm looking at the wrong person here.
1: Um uh actually she would maintain concentration. Because D C is equal to ten or half the damage you take. Well since the damage is split, ten's higher than either of my two damages. Really? Yeah. So yeah. it's still there. Unless she decides to let it go.
0: No, if it's still there she's still gonna hang on to it. Um So, first thing she tries to do is, uh, as a bonus action, try to force Lockdown to move away. Uh, what is that? <laughs> oh, it's Lockdown's got to make a uh, saving throw, which is going to be a strength check. Huh? <laughs> That's uh, that's kind of funny. Strength check. Okay. That's going to be a 17 on his strength check, so yeah, that ain't happening. Um, and then she's going to move the beam. 5, 10, 15. To right there. Mercer needs to do another constitution saving throw.
1: Nope, I'm going to eat that one. All right. I'm assuming a 10 doesn't help me. No.
0: <laughs> For another 12 points of radiant damage. Okay. And that's her turn. Uh, locked on. <clears throat> looks at Mercer and goes, the other two, as he once again, <clears throat> right to here. And she's got to make a saving throw now. That uh, she fails. Eight or ten. Tens. Pretty sure uh, lockdown just killed her. Oh
2: shoot! No, man. Eight, nine, ten, oh, 12.
0: Yeah, she go down. Moonbeam goes away and then as his action um, mercer i'm assuming is looking this way now yeah he turns see something else different that he's not seen lockdown do before as that mechanical hand starts to charge up with some weird mystical energy uh-huh and he swings a punch Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at the LARP channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.